0: This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey, everyone, welcome back. Thanks for being here. It is time to talk about our next gate, of course. And before we do, you know, just if you have not yet, make sure you sign up for my free human design guide to the basics. Uh, that is always going to lead you to the correct eleven dollar one hour aura type masterclass for you, where you're going to learn everything you need to know. <laughs> type strategy, authority, not self-signature deconditioning tips. And when I say authority, I mean it's like all the all the possible authorities for each type. Um, it really takes you through a deep dive into, you know, what it means to be a generator, a projector, what have you. Um, and then from there. I do suggest people then <laughs> move on to the energetic beauty sleep for their type and authority combination. There are 13 in all, but only one is going to apply specifically to you. And you listen to it at bedtime, rest time, nap time, in the treatment room, on the treatment table. You know, if you're a provider, there is a collection. So you can have all of them, a really super simple way to integrate human design. And yoga nidra into your actual business into your treatment room, uh, but for the individual person, you know, you just need your one and listen to it as much as possible. It's going to bypass the conscious mind, get into the cells, into the subconscious, and help you begin to live your design so much easier. Now, let's just let's get into that cellular memory, which is a what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, okay, so of course everything can be found in the uh, show notes or my Instagram link in bio at Michaela McLean. If you're not following me over there already, please do. I share more things about everything, really, the astrology and, and specifically the Astro HD. You know that that astrology of any given time period, and of course for every gate, I'm always giving health, beauty, wellness tips to go with that particular energy. So you can find that all over on instagram uh okay so of course let's get on to our episode and as always don't try to understand this at the mental level at the sound card, the energy the frequency of beauty sink deep into yourselves like good skin care oh and sorry one last thing before we move on to the actual gate i am contemplating opening up at least temporary limited very limited uh spots for one-on-ones with me i haven't been doing them for a while because i've got much bigger things going on in the background it's just you know you only got so many hours in the day days in the week all of that but i've gotten a huge request lately for sessions and so i'm tinkering around with how they're going to look how many i'm going to make available but if that's something that interests you you can reach out to me, you can DM me, um, or email me, you know, where to find all my contact info. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think we're at least going to do that. Um, wintertime always seems to be really good for that. You know, everybody wants to be introspective and I'm working on things to kind of complement that, that are not one-on-ones, you know, maximize, maximize, uh, ways, different ways, variety of things to work with me. So anyway, I will report back when I have figured out exactly what I'm going to do. Hopefully, I'm going to do that this week. So let me know your thoughts. Okay, back to business. So gate 44. We are continuing to progress through Scorpio. And we're moving into 44, which is located in the spleen. Uh, And this is the final spleen gate. Of course, the spleen gates all run consecutively through between Libra and Scorpio season. So we're finally approaching the end of this splenic detox, if you will. And this one is part of the tribal ego circuitry. And tribal energy is squad goals, girl gang. It's the hippie commune where everybody is contributing toward the survival of the whole, of the group, the tribe. And of course, the keynote for anything tribal is support. I call the spleen our inner caveman or inner wild animal it's our survival awareness center and like all the awareness centers its low expression is about fear and anxiety and specifically with the spleen this is primal fears you know just trying to stay alive but in its elevated expression it governs instinct and intuition it's not logical or sensical it's intuitive instincts it's as Existential, like what feels good, what feels safe. It's the oldest center in the body graph, and it's the only awareness center of the three that we can accurately operate from. Um, the other two awareness centers, the mind, the ajna, right? We don't use the mind to make any decisions for ourselves in human design. And the emotional solar plexus, you know, the the emotions, that's clarity over time. So the spleen is in the moment. And it's awareness, like I said, in the moment. It physically correlates to the lymphatic and the immune systems. Uh, 44 is known as coming to meet the gate of alertness. And the keynote here is the fear of the past. Awareness through smell for the talents and potentials of others or not. Fear that the past baggage will catch up with you. It's the fear of extinction. Basically, the tribe, you know, being wiped out disappearing, that's the, the the deep, deep fear that this particular gate carries. And I have to laugh, I we'll bring it up a bit, but it's like, I always think with this one, it's deja vu, 44. So it is known, right? I said like, it's the gate of alertness, it's the gate of cellular memory, and it's specifically attuned to patterns of the past. This is really super connected to the nose. Um and your sense of smell. And with it being tribal, I was like, you know, kind of as I put my notes together, I was like, oh, it smells like team spirit. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, but truly, you know, like I said, this, this is about smell and it's about the tribe. The low expression of 44 is a fear of the past repeating itself and coming back to haunt you, spiraling out on the air quotes negative you know, things that have happened before, crippled by the possibility of it all happening again. Basically like once upon a time, something bad happens. I'm going to let that stand in my way forever. So basically it can be distrustful as a protective mechanism. This energy can definitely contain some paranoia. You know, again, if something bad's happened before, oh my goodness, of course it's going to happen again. So these are people looping on those, those past negative experiences and or they just keep repeating these broken patterns because they aren't tapped into and using their intuitive gifts and it's high expression it's an attunement to the patterns of the past if you are hyper aware and hyper alert to the potential for repetition you'll be better equipped to navigate the future Basically, it's like, this isn't the first time you've smelled this fishy situation. You know, there's that deja vu. Uh, It carries incredible pattern recognition because you have experienced something before. So instead of once upon a time, something bad happens, so now I'm scared off forever. It's like, I'm awake and I'm alert, right? I am attuned to danger. When (laughs) This is so funny. Like, for instance, you're out on a walk, right? And you smell the skunk once upon a time and you got sprayed. Okay. So now you, your brain, you will, you're alerted to the smell of skunk. And you're like, oh my gosh, I never want that to happen to me again. Right. So it's kind of like, okay, ABC happens. I know D comes next. Like, I smell that skunk. I know it's not good. I don't want to wait around for this. Right. So that inner caveman or wild animal is instinctually acting before d happens before you get sprayed by the skunk you know um it's basically like access the gift here don't let the old fears rule your life you know i'm not not going to go out on a walk but i'm aware that i live in an area where there are skunks you know like i'm gonna be on high alert and if i smell one i'm gonna know you know i'm gonna get out of there before i stick around and and get sprayed right Again, this is that deep, deep, intuitive wisdom on a cellular level. um side note, the skunk thing I've never been sprayed. thank goodness, but it's always thinking about this, and I was thinking of something like, what would you smell that would alert you to danger? you know like this isn't good, right you don't want to be here, whatever, could that be a fire? Could it be whatever um one time I was out walking and a skunk actually jumped out at me like really early morning in, in my neighborhood and was like hissed at me and its tail was up. And I was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> I jumped out into the street and ran around that thing. I was like, do not. Um, that was just so wild bearing its teeth at me. I was like, what did I do? I'm just, I'm over here walking, minding my own business. No, that was, that was a close call. So now I smell skunk. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on alert, right? Uh, okay. So in the gene keys, the shadow of this one is interference. The gift is teamwork and the city is synarchy, which means collective rulership. So in the gene keys, Richard Red is talking about the existence and nature of human fractals. He says the term fractal refers to a phenomenon found in natural systems whereby patterns are found to endlessly repeat themselves holographically. The more you magnify a fractal image the more self-similar patterns you will find hiding within it the term human fractal is an extension of this notion to human relationships referring to the web of invisible patterns that bind certain groups of people together in the classical indian teaching such ties between people are known as karmic ties in the language of human fractals every person you meet in your life is part of the overall fractal pattern of your destiny When you look at fractal images, particularly those generated by a computer, you will notice how fractal geometry follows certain holographic lines and patterns. No matter where you go in the fractal, you find the same patterns repeating infinitely into inner space. As the genetic counterpart of cosmic geometry, human relationship fractals follow similar patterns. You will always draw towards you those relationship geometries that teach you exactly what you need to know in order to evolve your current awareness. He says you can track these patterns and that you will uncover the same repeating themes. What all of this means is that the people in your life, those closest to you, really hold the secret to your destiny and your higher life purpose. As you learn from each relationship in your life and over time come to master the lessons each affords you, then the frequency of your entire hologenetic profile heightens in pitch, and you begin to attract higher frequency fractals. If you do not learn the lesson of a certain relationship, even if you leave that relationship, the pattern will come right back into your life through another person. Through the 44th gene key that all relationships are called toward each other, and that is why it's so powerfully linked to the theme of ancestral karma and incarnation. As the frequency of this 44th gene key rises, the gift of teamwork is born. This is actually a fascinating gift because at a very deep level, it concerns the human sense of smell. Most people are unaware of how this sense operates at a higher frequency within humans. These are people whose genius is to read other people. They can literally size you up with a single handshake. This is not an auditory gift like the 57th gift of intuition that can, for example, read you from the tone of your voice over the telephone. The 44th gift requires close personal contact in order for the higher aspects of your olfactory nature to work effectively. You have to be able to smell someone in order to read their true nature. People with the 44th gift use their sense of smell at a wider level than simply smelling through the nose. In fact, these people smell with their entire immune system and through every pore within their skin. They can pick up undetectable odors such as pheromones and even subtler hormone signals from those whom they meet. At a deeper level, this gift is about someone being in alignment with his or her own fractal. Once you have a high enough frequency, you can overcome the collective interference of the 44th shadow and begin to pick up the scent of your true allies in life. Not only will you recognize the right people for you, but you will also begin to move differently through the world as your higher instinct begins to function accurately. For the 44th gift, life is about picking up subtle scents. As you follow each scent in your life, you are following your higher fractal, and that is when the miracle of true teamwork can be experienced. The 44th gift can smell its own higher incarnation and life purpose and those around it which is why it knows so much about group dynamics. So my notes here, this is part of a projected channel. Projector rules apply. Seen, recognized, and invited. So maybe you're invited to be the one with the nose, you know? (laughs) One, the detective sniffing things out. And 44 happens to be one of the love gates, not transcendent love, That is, you know, beyond time and space, the one, the ones from the G center, this is mundane love, uh, kind of normal real world stuff, you know. So this one is about successful love, uh, where it's about material success. The fact that wealth does take certain pressures off of people and makes life easier. It's sniffing out and bonding with the right people to build the kind of success that creates a healthy environment for love for the species, the tribe to thrive and survive. And then again, you know, mentioning deja vu, this is so tied to the body's cellular memory. And I was thinking about that, um, this is more just stuff to contemplate if it interests you, but you know, certain things you talk about nowadays that didn't used to, stuff like generational trauma, right? Or epigenetic inheritance. And you think about that and how that probably plays into this specific gate. Um, the extra sensory perception of this one is obvious, <laughs> right? It's clear olfactants. Uh, scent is so deeply tied to memory. That is a whole process of, you know, even fully understand, you know, how, how scents really are the things that immediately bring memories back to mind. It's so strong, it's so powerful. Um, if somebody doesn't smell right, okay, someone or something, don't get mixed up with it or with them. Forty-four is about sniffing things out that repetitive pattern, right? It knows when something smells fishy, smells off, smells a rat, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I have to laugh. This is my daughter's North node, and that roll is so so sensitive to scent. It is so interesting uh even you know really great smells but it's just if it's too much it's too strong it's like it's very overpowering for her she can she's just very intuitive um so if you have gate 44 my immediate thing uh, this this really like does tie to her for a target we cannot go down like say the aisle in the cleaning section laundry detergent. Absolutely not. She just can't handle it. And I mean, it's pretty awful, but you know, you're like, wow, we're really, we're really dumping all those chemicals into our, our waterways, um, unnecessary stuff, you know, honestly, if you have this, I would suggest eliminating artificial scents in your environment. Um, do I even have to say stuff like Febreze or the plugins and, oh, uh, oh God, I highly doubt anybody that's listening to this uses those things, but I am shocked every once in a while to see some see some crazy things uh, in people people that I know. Right, so eliminating those things, you know, from hand soaps, whatever, traditional perfumes, right, all of it. Stick to essential oils. Perfume definitely has things like endocrine disruptors, which may mimic and or interfere interfere, right? The shadow of that gene key with the body's hormones. So years ago, I gave up, you know, traditional perfumes, even though there's things that they're beautiful. I love the way that they smell, but I'm not going to use them. It was really nice because Little Fox uh, recently came out with Sandalow and it's, it is a clean, natural scent. it lasts so long and you know it's like here we have all these beautiful essential oils and things but it doesn't have all of the gross stuff in it that you know is the reason why i stopped wearing perfume a long time ago so love 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 that okay so then hormones right then that got me thinking i'm like oh yeah isn't that isn't that right like you know they do know that contraceptive use specifically like the birth control pill does something you know, to to women and their sense of smell and so on and so forth. So I was like, oh yeah, well, let, me go, let me go dig a little. I, I don't remember all the details to that. Um, many things that you could research, but you know, the National Institute of Health, Um, there was a white paper and it said, if odor plays a role in human mate choice, our results suggest that contraceptive pill use can disrupt disassortative mate preferences. The pill making women Less sensitive to scents to pheromones, so again, maybe a worthwhile topic to research if that interests you. Especially if this gate defined, um, if any of that like applies to you. And of course, like all tribal energy, this benefits from being with people in real life, where you can actually sniff them out. Um, you know, we're all smelling each other all the time, not even really realizing it. But forty-four is hyper alert and aware to who and what is or is not correct for them. So obviously being you know if, if scent is your your super powerful sense that is one of those things you actually have to have to be in real life with. So the programming partner here meaning if the sun is in 44 in Scorpio the earth is automatically opposite in Taurus gate 24. A 24 is known as the return, the gate of rationalization and this is the fear of ignorance. I always call this one the rock tumbler because it's turning thoughts and ideas over and over in the mind until they finally make sense and can be shared with others. Um, this one's mental anxiety, you know, it's coming from the ashram. So it's afraid of being ignorant. It wants to have the answer. It feels like, you know, oh gosh, I, I'm maybe lacking inspiration, not able to articulate their inner knowing to others. And it can show up in unhealthy and addictive thought cycles that they cannot seem to break. But this is actually a really beautiful one. You know, if you're putting the right stuff into the rock tumbler and letting that roll around over and over, polishing it in your mind without any real pressure to formulate it into an idea, essentially, eventually, it will all just kind of come to in in its own due time. And then this big, like, aha, you know, concept understanding will emerge. So this is definitely one if you if you've got this partner, quiet, sleep, meditate, silence, even walking meditation, just wanting to clear your mind is a is a really good thing if you are a twenty four person. And then the gate that completes the channel is Sagittarius Gate twenty six, forming the channel of surrender, a design of a transmitter, and this is one of the creative channels in the chart. It's also known as the channel of manipulation. Um, 26 is known as the taming power of the great, the gate of the egoist. And the keynote here is to be the best. It is the salesperson or marketer. Okay, so the low expression of 26 can be a bit of a trickster, used car salesman type, selling others things they don't actually need out of greed. And this energy can be extremely persuasive, influential, and obviously even manipulative. It can be really slick with its messaging and play tricks on people's memories, um, basically manipulating others to serve your own will. But the high expression is correctly influencing the tribe through their words, assisting others to recognize what they actually need to improve their lives. So this is like the salesperson who doesn't just sell you something for the sake of you know making money, but they educate you and share about things with integrity and only making promises that actually can fulfill on. This is knowing the words to use or how to package and promote things for others' best interests. And I always laugh because I mentioned about maybe possibly opening sessions up at the beginning of this episode. And when I was first doing this years ago now, my sister was like, don't call call it sessions. She's like, do not call it readings because that has potentially like, you know, maybe not a great connotation to it. She's like, session sounds good. (laughs) You know, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's just like, the twenty six, knowing which way to word these things so that they land correctly with people. And then I do have to laugh about the whole uh, wanting to be the best, right? That's a whole thing that with, hopefully with time and maturity, it can see that it's not about being the best, right? Because that is subjective, but about being the best versions of themselves. Because of course, everybody has their own place in the tribe. Um, yeah. Okay. So the two, when they come together, this is truly the sales and marketing channel. It's the power of persuasion. So we've got 26 in the heart. That's a motor, you know, it's willpower, self esteem, and connection to the material world, AKA money, connecting to 44, the intuitive instincts of the spleen, which is rooted in history. So this is like an intuitive ego. And 44 has the people skills, 26 has the sales ability when the two come together to form that channel of surrender it's a business entrepreneur selling the tribe some kind of you know improvement replacement or upgrade this is sales and marketing and sales and marketing is manipulation you know you are figuring out a way to get people to buy things of course you can use that power for good if it's stuff again that they need that is that's going to benefit them versus something that you're just you're just trying to sell because it's, it's sales. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, look at those two together. You know, you're selling health, well-being, longevity, so the spleen, and it's combined with self-esteem, self-worth, deservingness, like in the ego. So these people can awaken and alert the tribe to the needs the people didn't even know they had, and they instinctively know what the group needs before The people themselves know they need it. So, a good analogy for this is you could think of like a fashion buyer who's intuiting what next season's trends are going to be ahead of time. You know, 44, there's fashion recycling itself, trends coming back around after 20, 30 years, what have you. And 26 knows how to sell you on it. I always laugh. I have my notes for like, they know how to sell you the hideous mom jeans, you know, Um, and other, other. God, awful things that, like, you know, those of us who live through various time periods like the 90s, you know, it's like the stuff that you see, you're like, oh my God. Okay. Okay. Talk about not learning from patterns of the past. <laughs> anyway, um, this is a channel that truly needs a healthy work grass balance. Uh, this is absolutely not the person meant to be grinding away 24-7. They are super, they're meant to be. Should I say they're meant to be super efficient with their work? And in one of the deeper books, Ruhu, the founder of Human Design, he says when discussing this specific channel, which would define the heart or the ego center, he says, whether they deserve it or not, ego people will always demand much more than non-ego people. So just interesting observation, you know, again, with the dynamics of the chart, just to understand and, and note. So with this channel, it's really not the worker doing the manual labor 24-7. This is the salesperson who markets the thing, who sells it, makes makes a lucrative deal, selling what have you, and then you know, negotiating themselves a higher commission, taking a vacation. Um, this is projector energy, it's about do less, get more. And like I said, it's always about marketing to the tribe. It's always trying to sell to people to make money. So if you have it, again, I just stress, you're doing it with integrity and a pure heart, really, truly what is best for your tribe, for your people, not just to, you know, have a payday. And again, you know, making sure that you're only making promises. (laughs) You're only selling things with a promise, with the backing that you can actually keep. Very essential. Especially if you have a defined heart, which if you had this full channel, you absolutely would. Um, yeah. And again, not only does it need to function with integrity, it's projected. So it needs an invitation to do that, that selling to everyone. So, you know, again, doing it with integrity with the tribe in mind, not just to line your pockets and feed your ego. Astrologically, this is a semi style between Scorpio and Sagittarius, and it's happening in the third quarter of the wheel. It's actually the final gate in the third quarter of the wheel, purpose fulfilled through relationships and bonding. Who's for me? Who's not for me? What do my people actually need? And being the one delivering it to them. So I don't have the 44, but I do have the 26. It's actually my design Neptune, and it's 26.6. Um, so I'm getting this whole thing activated for the next approximately six days. And it's funny, I I mentioned the six because I have never identified with being a salesperson. Like I don't think I'm good at selling anything, honestly. Uh, and I have I'm a four-one, so automatically I have innocence motivation. They're not great at, you know, pushing an agenda either. Um, you know, six is the role model here. So I, I think I'm like, oh, I relate to that. You know, it's like sharing. Right. And educating with integrity, you know. So I'm like, okay, I totally get that. Which everything I do is all educational. You know, it's it's just, I'm like, let me let me deliver what people need to lay a very solid foundation and understanding and living their design, you know, what have you. Um, so yeah, I just I think having half of this channel, it's like, just feel really strongly about always using these things for good. You know, this is why we want to recognize the shadow of anything and accept it and be like, wow, okay. All right. But how can I do whatever, whatever these things are to the best of my abilities, you know, use, use the powers for good. So that's me, but do you have this gate to find in your chart? Left-hand side is the spleen and 44 is going to actually be pointing diagonally over to the little tiny triangle, the heart the ego. Um, So if 44 is colored in black, red, or red and black, you do have it defined somewhere in your chart. Or like me, maybe you don't have it, but check out the 26. Maybe you have that. Like myself, you'd be getting the full channel for approximately a week. Maybe you don't have any part of it you're still going to be experiencing it through the transits, through people in your life. So educating yourself on all of these energies is always such a fascinating thing to do. You really see it played out. Okay. So of course, remember to go follow me on Instagram at Michaela McLean so you can get all the extra tips and tricks. And If this episode was of value to you, I would love it if you would leave it a five star rating review on Apple Podcasts because it helps push it out to more people. And I will be back soon with more. If you want to learn more human design, make sure you check out my free guide to the basics, the $11 masterclasses, the energetic beauty sleep, and all the cool things that will be coming this way very soon. And again, watch this space if I do go ahead and open up a few one-on-one slots and you're interested. All right, until next time, have a beautiful day.